Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello, Super Great Kids, and how are you? I'm very happy because it's December and I'm going on a little trip to swim in the sea. I love swimming in the sea, even when it's freezing cold. In fact, especially when it's freezing cold. And since it's a new month, we have a new theme, which is fairy tales. Yippee! Now, of course, I'm sure you know that not all fairy tales have fairies in them, but they do usually have magic in them and magical creatures. So, I asked Kate Corkery, our storyteller from Ireland, if she could tell us a magical tale about the sea. And so, we have a story about a mermaid and a musician. Now, just before we begin our tale, if you lived in a palace under the sea, can you think of some sea creatures which you'd like to make friends with while we have a quick word with the grown-ups? Ready? Off you go. Hello, super great kids. I'm back. I wonder who your favourite sea creatures would be. I'd like to make friends with dolphins, seahorses, turtles, whales, ooh, and octopuses because they're very clever. How about you? Did you say you'd like to make friends with a shark? Whatever next. Now, let's go down to the seashore or the strand as Kate calls it. Are you ready? Am I ready? Can you remember how to say once upon a time in Irish? Fodo, fodo. That's right. Let's say it together. Fodo, fodo. Let's give a warm welcome to Kate Corkery. Hello, super great kids. The story I have for you today is about a young man whose name was Morris. And he was a wonderful musician. In fact, he was a piper. He played an instrument known as the bagpipes. And he was gifted. Now, Morris couldn't see. He was blind. But he certainly could hear. And he had an ear for music. And he had fingers to play that music on his pipes. And he was such a magnificent musician that any time there was a gathering, a party, a wedding of any kind, Morris was invited to play the music. He could play all sorts of tunes. And he could pick them up by ear. Nobody knows how he learned his tunes. And most of his tunes were, were wonderful and people had heard them, maybe played by other musicians. But he did have one tune that was very magical indeed. And in fact, it was so magical that he didn't play it. No. Now, Morris was helped by his mum to go from place to place. So when people had a party or a gathering, they wanted Morris to play. It was his old mum. Now, she was a little bit 
creaky in her limbs, but she was still well able to walk the country roads with him and lead him to wherever there was the party. And one day, on a beautiful sunny day, there was a party, a gathering, it had been a wedding, and all the guests of the wedding were invited to have a celebration down by the Strand. And this strand was called Trafasca. It's in the county of Kerry. Now, to get to the strand, you'd have to go down the, the rocks, which were a bit steep and a bit difficult. And even though the old mum's legs were a bit creaky, she held her son's hand and she led him down and he made his way with her to a nice clearing where he could sit down on a rock, get out the pipes and start to play. And all the neighbours were delighted. There were people of all ages, and they got up to dance as soon as Morris played the pipes. He was excellent at playing any tune at all, and any requests they had he could play. And there was that one tune that we won't mention that he had that was magical that he never played. Nobody knows where he got that tune. He never told anybody either. What? You're asking me what was magical about the tune? Well, I'm about to tell you. Morris had played everything that people had asked all day long. They were dancing and laughing and eating and drinking and celebrating. And as the day was wearing on, he was getting thirsty and he was getting hot because it was a hot day. Even for Ireland, it was a very hot day. And he was asking for a drink and they'd run out of water. They had no water handy and they'd run out of juice and they'd run out of milk even. And there was an old man next to him. He said, look here, Morris, have a swig of this. What's that, said Morris. Oh, it's, it's, it's just a little uh, bottle of whiskey I have here. Take a sip. It'll, it'll wet your throat. Now, Morris had never had whiskey before. He didn't know how strong it was. He didn't know it was alcohol was in it. But anyway, he took a sip. And as he was thirsty, he took another sip. And as he was really thirsty, he took another sip and another and it log and it log and it log and it log and... Before he knew it. Hadn't he swallowed back the whole bottle of whiskey? Now, I don't know if you know about whiskey, but it's certainly very strong alcohol. And you know what? Whatever sense you might have, you might lose if you drink too much whiskey. And Morris was in great form. He'd played every tune that everybody had asked him to play and his fingers were playing on the pipes and he was humming along to everything. But you know what? Before he could help it, his fingers started to play the magic tune. And you know what happened when he played the magic tune? Well, when he played the magic tune, everything, everybody, every creature could not help but dance. His own shoes started to dance. His old mother with her aching bones started to dance. All the people who had already been dancing all day got up to dance again. The young people swinging around and twirling, leaping up and down. The babies in their cradles started to dance. The dogs and the cats started to dance. The hens were dancing. The lambs were dancing. The pigs, the donkeys, the goats were dancing in the fields. The cows were dancing. The horses were dancing. Everything in the countryside was dancing to this magical tune. And he couldn't stop playing the tune. And his legs couldn't stop dancing to the tune. And not only that, not only was everyone at the party dancing and all the animals on the land dancing but when you looked down along the strand when you looked down you could see that 
Everything in the sea was dancing. The crabs came out to dance. They were dancing forwards and backwards and they were catching each other's claws and swinging around <laughs> on their tippy toes, on their tippy claws. The jellyfish were dancing, squeezing themselves in and out and the little sprats were leaping out of the water. Silvery sprats were dancing and, and the mackerel, the mackerel were flashing on the water and dancing and the place and the cod and the herring, they were all leaping and splashing and dancing to the music and the dolphins were dancing and the whales were dancing and the sharks were dancing. Oh my goodness, if you were to draw a picture of this, it would be amazing. Everything, everything in the sea, the mussels were dancing and clicking and clacking their shells. Oh, everything was dancing and that was all wonderful. But Morris couldn't stop playing the tune and his mother who was getting exhausted by now, said, Morris, Morris, that's enough of that tune, or that's enough of that tune. Everyone is dancing and nobody can stop. And people who were already tired and their hearts were beating fast and they were sweating, they couldn't stop dancing. Their legs kept jumping around, hopping and skipping and twirling and hopping and skipping and twirling. It was such a wonderful tune and it didn't stop and it didn't stop and it didn't stop. And the whole sea was a whole sea of dancing and splashing and music. And... All of a sudden, the sea opened up and up from the depth rose the most beautiful lady that anyone had ever seen. Of course, Morris couldn't see her, but this lady from the sea made her way to the shore. She had long green hair. She had teeth like pearls. She had lips like coral. She had a long, white, frothy robe with purple seaweed decorating its rim and the beautiful lady who came up from the sea had a beautiful voice and she called Morris, Morris Connor, you play the most beautiful music it makes all the fish in the sea happy to dance and happy to swim oh you've cheered everyone up on the land and in the sea Morris Connor come 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 nearer to me come down to the strand come Morris Connor and Morris Connor he got up and he kept playing the tune and his legs danced his way down to the shore and his mother was dancing behind come back Morris you're going too near the water. Come back, come back, come back. But Morris was listening out for the beautiful lady's voice. Morris Connor, your music is so beautiful. I've come from the depths of the sea. I've come from my kingdom of fishes. I've come, Morris Connor, to ask you to come and live with me and be king of the fishes. Well, Morris had never been asked such a thing before, and even though he was still playing, he said, Oh, well, now, he said, that would be a salty place for me to live, for I've never lived under the sea in my life. Oh, don't worry about that, Morris Connor, as you have magic in your music to draw me to your world. I have magic that will mind you in mine, Morris Connor. You have made us all so wonderfully happy. Come, Morris Connor, come on the breeze and come on the wave and come to live with me and my kingdom under the sea. I live in a castle of coral. It's got oysters on the beautiful turrets on the roofs. You will love the feel and under the sea you will see what you need to see with me. You will love the colours, Morris Connor. Come. 
come with me. And his mother was dancing and dancing and puffing and panting on the shore. No, Morris, come back, Morris. You, Morris, Morris, stop playing the music, Morris, stop playing the music. But he couldn't stop playing the music. And his feet couldn't stop dancing into the water. And he danced, and he danced, and he stepped, and he played, and everything on land and sea was still playing, until a big, big wave came and wrapped Morris Connor and the beautiful lady in the long white cape in one big embrace. And the music stopped, and the sea became calm, and all the creatures in the sea swam back to where they came from. All the people on the land and the animals on the land stopped dancing. They needed to lie down and rest. And there was peace and calm. And Morris Connor's mum, she picked herself up from the strand and she looked out to the water. But Morris, where are you? Morris, my son, where have you gone? Where have you gone? You've gone away with the fishy woman down under the sea. And she ran up and down the shore, calling to him, Morris, come back. Morris, you can't live down there. It's a salty place for you to live. Come back home to me. And just then, something washed up on the shore. It was a piece of wood. And on the piece of wood, there was some writing like as if it was burnt into the wood, a bit like a, a wooden postcard from under the sea. And it said, Dear Mammy, I've never been so happy. I'm living here under the sea with all the fishy people, and they're very kind to me. And I have a beautiful wife who loves me very much. And Mammy, one day you might come and visit us. But until that day, Mammy, I will send you messages up on pieces of wood. So don't be sad, your loving son, Morris. And from that day on, the mammy got messages from Morris onto the sea every time she walked along the strand. And from that day on, if she stood still long enough, she could hear the lovely music. She could hear his lovely music wafting back on the breeze. And from that day on, anyone who goes to Trafasca or down Balanskelix, if you stand still and you close your eyes and you think hard enough and you let your imagination go, you'll hear that lovely music and you'll see that beautiful kingdom under the sea that Morris the Blind Piper finally saw. Snip. Snap, snout. The story is out. Oh, thanks very much, Kate, for sharing that magical tale. I wonder if you've ever felt like you just couldn't stop dancing. Oh, and here's a question. Do you think that mermaid was a goodie or a baddie? Hmm. Mermaids are often said to lure sailors out of their boats and down under the sea. Is that okay? Oh, and here's another mermaid fact. Did you know that the word mermaid comes from the Old English word mere, M-E-R-E, -E, 
meaning sea, and maid, which is another word for girl. So, sea girl. Of course, there are mermen too, like Triton, the son of the Greek god of the sea. He took the form of a merman. More mermaid facts in our Owlet Letter for subscribers this week. If you like stories about mermaids, which are often a bit scary, you might like to check out Mama Water and also River Mama. Now, one of the best things about making this podcast is hearing from you. And lots of you have been fluttering into our owlet's nest and inspiring us with all your pictures. So it's time to dig deep into our bag of happies and say some big thank yous. And welcome to Owlet Holly, who is seven, and Grace, who is six, from Staffordshire in the UK. They are very excited to become owlets. Their favourite story so far is The Ghost of the Bloody Finger and they are happily sharing and scaring all their school friends with it. Well done Grace and Holly for sharing stories. And Jambo and hello to Ferrari Nanu who is nine from Nairobi in Kenya. Ferrari especially likes stories told by Wangari. Hurrah! And hoo 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 and hello to Julia, who is five and lives in Honolulu in Hawaii. Julia loves all the stories, especially the scary ones. Watch out for another good scary story from Tiananmen, coming up soon for Owlets. And hoo 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 and hello to new Owlet Ronan, who is six. Ronan has been living in Cambridge in England and has now returned to Pittsburgh in the US. Ronan's favourite stories are The Ghost of the Bloody Finger and How the Mosquito Became. And Ronan has sent us a phantasmagorical drawing with lots of super great kids' story characters for you to try and spot. You'll see it on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash super great kids stories. Ooh, and hoo, 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 and hello to Owlets from Snowy Alaska. Kedrick, who is 10, and his sister Alice, who is almost five. What an exciting place to live. Kedrick likes the trickster tales, and Alice likes the ghost of the bloody finger and Baba Yaga. And a very big thanks to all of you who are supporting us on Apple and Patreon. If you'd like to support us, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon, which you'll find on our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. We offer shout-outs to all subscribers, and there are over 30 bonus stories and at least 15 super great scary stories waiting to be listened to. And now, you're all so good at drawing, it's very hard to choose, but here are my picture picks for this week. Thanks to Abigail, who is eight and lives in Cookville in Tennessee in the US. She's drawn an amazing picture of the devil and the boy who knew how to read. I love the way you've drawn all the different coloured books and really imaginative to give the devil horns and a cowboy hat. Thank you, Abigail. 
And thanks to super great artist Ruben, who is six from Crestover, British Columbia in Canada. Ruben listens to super great kids' stories on road trips and at bedtime. And he has drawn a brilliant picture of the enormous turnip with lots of details, including a car to show how ginormous the turnip was. And thanks to Isabel, who is six and a half and lives in San Francisco in the US. Isabel has drawn a picture of her favourite story, How the Leopard Got Its Spots. I love the enormous pile of yams which he's eating. No wonder he was too heavy to jump over the fire pit. And thanks to all of you who sent in pictures. If you'd like to see them, then go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash stories. That's it for this week. Bye for now. And remember to check out our new colouring book too on Amazon. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London. <laughs>